Hey, <laughs> this is Mike. And Dan. Welcome to another episode of Comparing Apples to Oranges, the podcast where we take two things in the same category that don't belong in the same genre and compare them using a special set of criteria designed to tell you which one is better. Dan, welcome break, aboard. We break them the hell down. Well, all right, we're already cussing out the gate. God damn. This, yeah. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough yeah, in we here. We break them down like nobody's business. It's tough. You gotta be, you gotta be hardcore if you wanna, if you wanna roll with these apples and oranges. Dan, it's been a while. How you doing, man? It's been a while since we have done your podcast. Do you remember who sings that song? Uh, it's, it's not. not Nickel- Ni- it's not Nickelback. <laughs> okay, it's not Nickelback. Like, what? Uh, what's it start with? What's it starts the- with an S. Uh. Uh. So. Um, it's not like Soundgarden or... It is not. I'll give you one more guess. Okay. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Ooh, it was Sufjan Stevens. No, I'm kidding. It's ah, stained. I was so close. It's Stained. Stained. Stained spelled like without an E. It's like did Stain have, and then uh, the letter D on it. Did they have like multiple hits? Uh, Yeah, they have the other one where it's like um something from the outside, It's which sounds like a Limp Bizkit song, but it's like... Or so long, uh, so far away. So far away, the great Rod Stewart. No, I don't think that's he it. Was, he was the lead singer of Stained for a little while before yeah. he went solo. No, Stained's okay. Um, they're sort of in that like shouty, not quite like hip hop, not quite metal, somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. Gotcha. They ain't bad. Gotcha. They ain't bad. But yeah. today we didn't listen to either of those. Nope. We decided to listen to two albums that were under 30 minutes. Um, now, Dan emailed me uh, with his telephone, and he said, Hey, can you find the criteria that we used for the EP episode? Dan, do you remember what EPs are? I don't remember what they stand, what it stands for. Extended Play. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic because they're shorter than normal albums. Which, not to be confused with an LP, which is a long play, which is also shorter than an album. <laughs> so long, but long play is shorter than extended play, correct? I believe so. Uh huh. I could I, tell you at one point, but now I just don't feel like I want to. You know. I think. We, I think we kind of said like the EP was kind of like the old school eight track. You can only fit like eight eight songs on the uh, on the uh, big the no, big ass tape. We said that that's not what the eight tracks phrase came from. Eight track was because like the the inside track was in the shape of an eight. Like instead yeah. of yeah, like all the that. cassette, which kind of looks like I guess two circles with a line between it. It was an eight eight um, shape. Figure you know. eight. Yeah, that's the word. Eight shapes. Not not gonna catch on, I guess. But but it's like similar to that in that in that in that it is like less data, yes. I yes. guess. Absolutely. You know, and, and these EPs were kind of, you know, uh, smaller, you know, bits that uh, artists would throw at you, and sometimes it was kind of just to get. They they didn't you know want to construct a full album. Sometimes it was kind of just to get the material out there, yeah. Because they didn't want to sit on it for for too long, you know. Like Prince just 
you know, locks. Apparently, he's got like thousands of songs just <laughs> locked in a vault and oh. at Paisley Park somewhere, just because he. Poor Prince, you know, R.I.P. It didn't give a shit, you know. He he did, and he was just like, eh, well, it's good, but he kind of would strike me as the person who would be he would consider something and he's like this is good I think it can be better or this is good experimental I'm going to sit on this for a while and then we'll I'll bring it back later this would be good if the moon was in uh, uh, alignment with with Venus retrograde that's a phrase I hear (laughs) he's like but if it's not then I must throw it in Lake Minnetonka (laughs) that's where it sleeps okay that's right that's right yeah, but like the you know we did the EP episode and that was cool because it was you know easily digestible yes. bits and then it, it kind of when I was listening to these albums it kind of reminded me of the same feeling that I got that I I we were, I was listening to these on Spotify nice spon- sponsor of the show I believe they they send you the check already or? Uh, I post things on there for free and they don't charge me so oh cool sweet. Yeah. They only they, do 25 episodes, but, you know, maybe I, yeah. I can talk them down to, like, 30 episodes, maybe. So they, it, it's, the thing about Spotify is you, you listen to the album, and it just rolls into, like, other related stuff by the same artists or similar artists, and yes. there was, I was listening to both these albums, and then I, I, I realized that I had been listening for over a half hour and I looked up and it was uh, something else that was from the a different album of the same artist or, oh. or one time it was it was just something totally different you know, I guess just from the same genre of one of our artists so it's pronounced Gainray oh okay. Gainray thank you it's embarrassing when you do but, this stuff I, on the podcast I know but we can edit it out we were not going to edit it out. Pretty sure we I don't, don't know. Have, have the technology. Pretty to do sure. That. No, I usually just like yell, and then I record that, and then I just paste it over. That's how I. It's like, not only do we not have the technology, we just don't want to. We don't. I have thought that's what the technology was. It's caring. Nor the time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, let's go ahead and chit chat about these albums. Dan, album one, Pink Moon. Um. From the artist Nick Drake, not who Drake, who is the father of uh, Drake the rapper, I believe. That's usually how names work, um, but that's not the case here. Well, here's the thing: Drake, uh, the rapper, is from Canada, and Nick Drake is from England. So they're both Foreigners. not from America. <laughs> yeah, they're both, you know, <laughs> threatening our freedom. I guess is what yeah. We're kind of pitching that these days, right? Let's talk about the cover art for just just a hot second. Mm-hmm. When yeah, you, there were some interesting uh, interesting tidbits about that. Can you discuss it, and I'll try and describe what I'm looking at. Okay. So the art was supposed to be, according to uh, our good friends over at Wikipedia. Uh, By the way, was, there's a drive on. If everybody gave $2.30, Wikipedia would be free forever. Yeah, man, I just, I'm just not really feeling that. Um, so as far up, as, like, donating top, to Wikipedia. Up top in orange, it says Nick Drake. Under it in yellow, it says Pink Moon. Okay, now you go. 
describe a little bit of what what's happening? Where's the okay. story of this? I'm pulling up the uh, uh, cover here. Meanwhile, there is a large circle in the middle of the cover art. Mm-hmm. Um, the it is a moon. I would assume it's between uh, the ocean on all the way on the ground. Um, some dark clouds above it. A sort of dusky sky that sort of like moves from like dark to light as it's moving down to I think some mountains. There is uh-huh. of course a rope touching that is tethering the moon to the water. Uh-huh. Um, there is a slice of what I can only assume is cheese. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a leaf, a teacup, a rocket ship flying maybe through a window, and then of course a clown face that is uh, erupting out of the moon, but it's also in the shape of a tooth. (laughs) That's not bad. I think there's also, the moon is uh, pivoting on, it looks like a woman's shoe, maybe? Mm. So there's a lot of symbolism there. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Because the woman's shoe represents that we're all under the feet Yes. Metaphorically. Oh, metaphors. Somebody. So according to Wikipedia, there was this guy named Keith Morris, who I I guess was the photographer for the uh, one of the one of his first two albums, because this was actually his third album, third and final album. So it's the third album. uh, There was a bunch of albums afterwards. This is his final studio album. Yeah, for, uh, there's, okay. It looked like there were four or five compilation albums afterwards, and we've talked about those comp albums, and they are traditionally garbage. <laughs> I, d- I can't speak to that, but this was his last, uh, I want to make this music, and I want to put it out as an album. Yeah. So apparently this Keith Morris guy, photographer, was going to take pictures of Nick Drake for the album cover, but Nick Drake was not in a good place yes physically mentally emotionally spiritually when recording this and apparently his looks had gotten to the point that he was not uh somebody that you would want to put on an album cover in order to if you wanted to sell records so they uh reached out to let's see who we got here it was uh i guess the the record label uh reached out to uh, one of Drake's sisters yes. friends or something like that uh, like some surrealist artist uh, named Michael Trevechik 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 two more times like that. please <laughs> Michael Trevithic Trevithic alright we got it we got it in one yeah good job and it's uh, they, they describe it as like Salvador Dolly-esque and Which, I could that tracks There's and he's often, like he's like the melting clock guy right uh, not only does he do melting clocks he also does exploding clocks nice. and there's like one of a of a I don't know if the piano is getting sodomized or the piano is sodomizing but that's just yes. like happening in the that's not the like the front most inf- important thing to pay attention <laughs> to that's just happening in a scene he's crazy yeah and this best. this cover is crazy too, but it's definitely it definitely is eye catching, and it uh, definitely uh, is 
something that can draw strong emotions one way or another. And I guess that's a that's a good thing if people are talking about it. At least that's better than people not talking about it, even if it's if they despise the the artwork or if yes. they think it's amazing. And it's I'm provocative. sure, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people thought felt both ways about it, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, it's it's a far cry from the album cover that uh, we're going to talk about with our other album too. Yes, <laughs> which is just a picture of a buff guy. <laughs> He's look, uh, yeah. Let's get into this. Um, our boy Flo Rida, uh, yeah. looking pretty jacked. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he apparently has his own uh, workout, uh, uh, like cardio routine or something. It's called like Flow Fitness, I believe. That's not bad. Um, I'm sure there's like a good joke about like his gym is in his house. See, that wasn't a very good joke, though. His gym's in his house. That's way better. Thank you. For... Gonna work out right now. Gonna do some cardio. Dude, that's, this isn't bad. Can we talk to him? Uh, it's uh, called Flow Fit. His cardio routine It's called Flow Fit. Club Flow. That's he the name of his website. He believes that uh, being fit and healthy is very important. I, I'm going to have to disagree with him right there. <laughs> I think I, uh, it's, I think it's just important. I don't know if it's really important. I have some uh, some interesting uh, uh, things to say about Flow Rida, including a personal story that I'll tell you a little bit later. Can't wait. My uh, personal interaction with Mr. Flow Rida. I never. So, I didn't get to meet uh, hmm. Mr. Drake before he uh, let lo- let loose the uh, earthly coil. Uh, so Flow Rida. Uh, almost a contemporary, Dan. He was born uh, September 16th, 1979. Yep, pretty close um, to me. He, his real name is Tremar LaSalle Dillard. Um, and he was Personally, born... I would have just gone with that as my rap name. Like, I mean, that's a lot catchier than Flo Rida. But he was born in Florida, which is good to know. Carol, oh. Carol City, which is sort of like, oh, Carol's, he likes to sing, you know. He was one of eight children... He was a twin, and he only had sisters. Did you see all that? I saw that he had a twin, and apparently the the sister is not has not tried to venture into the world of of music. Handful apparently of the sisters they, they, did sing, yeah, but mostly in um, gospel group. But his gotcha. brother in law was a hype man for the local rap group Two Live Crew. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good connect. pop that pussy, I believe. Yes. Is- you're you're <laughs> correct on that one. <laughs> one, of the, one of the better uh, two two live crew was pretty like, dirty. When, oh my god! Like when when I was growing up, and there was like the big movement by like uh, uh, the Republican presidents to you know uh, censor everything. Censor yeah, censor all the uh, the music, and that's how we got like the parental advisory, explicit lyrics, and stuff like that, and. Uh, Two Live Crew, man, they just gave zero fucks, and they uh, went out. They didn't do innuendos or anything. They just very, <laughs> very. You can't awkward. pick up on this. You're missing out. <laughs> they were very, very much in your face, metaphorically and uh, uh, literally, <laughs> about uh, about everything. Uh, I'm glad I they, didn't say Two Live Crew. That would have been embarrassing, right? Yeah. Okay. I would think God. so. Thank goodness. Uh, and actually, the uh, uh, the frontman of Two Live Crew, Luke Campbell, would be uh, you would see him uh, portrayed in uh, 
the early Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre videos as a uh, somebody who would like perform uh, oral um, pleasures on other men. Oh no! Didn't yeah. see that coming. That That's was their kind way of, of uh, a... dissing them. Oh, and, I was going to say that doesn't sound up either of those gentlemen's alley. They're <laughs> often very critical of people that aren't heteronormative, <laughs> and in fact. You confirmed that I was right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I didn't, I didn't realize he had that connection to Two Live Crew because uh, Flo Rida's rap is very, uh, uh, very much the opposite of Two Live Crew. I don't um, even think this album had a uh, had any need for like explicit lyrics or anything like that. So, you're right. This album is Florida's first one to be released without a parental advisory sticker. Look at you, Dan. Blah, 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 blah. You're good, blah, 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 blah. man. You're Thanks, good. Man. And I think, like... Hey, mate, I, mom's, mom's got to enjoy rap, too. All right, so <laughs> you've been wanting to listen to Florida for a while. Yeah. Like, I'm saying that wrong. You wanted to justify a reason to talk about Florida <laughs> in public. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've been listening just... to him. You've been listening to him nonstop for the past ten years. We get it. Well, okay. It it's what makes my my wife's ass shake. Anytime Flo Rida comes on, she starts shaking her ass, and she doesn't even know it's Flo Rida. She just she I, there's just something about his music right really gets that her makes going. her start moving. And then I'll say, you know who this is? She goes, Is it Flo Rida? <laughs> it's hilarious. It's great. Flo Rida. So anyway. The reason that we've brought him up recently is that we watched the Atlanta episode. Is it the first episode? It was the first episode of, season I think, the one. second season. No. I want to say that's no, what it was. No, because I think it's the first episode of the first season because they're in is the it? car. And then that's when like the stuff pops off. The guy kicks off his, wind, his uh, side mirror. Oh, okay. I, I was yeah I was one of the the season premieres whether anyway, it was the first season or the second season. There's two jokes in the episode about Florida, and mm -hmm. one of them is about a white guy using the N word casually, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is that everyone's supposed to dislike Florida except the the like somewhat unusual character. Um, what's his name? Do you remember his name? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Stanfield, right? Is that his name yeah, in real life? Khalib Stanfield or something like that? Yeah, he's the one who's like, the joke is that nobody likes Flo Rida, and then he's like, what? what's the famous line, Dan? I don't know, man, I kind of like Flo Rida. <laughs> Mom's got to enjoy rap, too. <laughs> and that's that brought us to today. So yep. I looked up uh, Flo Rida's albums and this album we listened to was called only one flow part one that's right, right. it's a first installment there was no part two it was nope. renamed yeah so this is pretty pretty funny um but this album is under 30 minutes which made it very unusual and then mm -hmm. i'd heard a lot about nick drake and recently pink moon but i had never listened to it either so the first the first thing that I and I didn't even realize this was Nick Drake until I heard this album mm -hmm. was that Volkswagen commercial that came out a few years ago mm -hmm. and it, it I think Pink Moon was actually the song that they used on that Volkswagen commercial that was like 
I mean, insanely popular. Yes. And that was I didn't even realize didn't had never heard that song. I was like, oh, this is kind of a you know a neat song, kind of different. And then when I heard it open up this album, I had I had to go back and think that where had I heard that before? Because it, it had been several years since that commercial had come out. Yeah. And uh, it going back and and looking up the history of it. Finding out that that was uh, indeed the song that was in that Volkswagen commercial, which was many years after uh, Nick Drake had passed away. And actually, kind of like me, that was a lot of people's first introduction to to his albums because apparently none of his albums sold very well while he was alive. Yeah, unfortunately. Kind of like a starving artist, you know, once they pass away, you know, their, their work becomes more valuable. Once that Volkswagen commercial came out, his, you know, there was a lot of people that jumped on the Nick Drake bandwagon years after his passing. So, you know, who knows if he would have been so down and gloomy and depressed if he would have had commercial, probably, you know, if he would have had commercial yeah. success, probably it's, even more so. It's usually like a, yeah, it's a chemical imbalance that <laughs> very few yeah. things fix. And he yeah. was on, he didn't want to do antidepressants because he was worried how it interact with his chronic use of weed. His chronic use of the chronic. There you go. That was a softball pitch. I'm glad you hit it. <laughs> Which is like, uh, I, you know, I'm not here to judge people, but, you know, medicate yourself after you, like, talk to people who know what they're doing. I don't yeah. know. Also, yeah. like, if weed makes you feel good, what do you think antidepressants are going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah, weed is not usually the best thing for somebody who's depressed. Yeah. Uh, same thing with alcohol. Right. You know, um, it, it is it is not. You know, it. I I I understand the the reason why the escapism of it that you don't like the way you're feeling, so you want to change to a different feeling. Right. But that is not going to fix the the underlying issue, and then can in fact make it worse. And uh, it is apparently that's what happened to Mr. Drake here because I think they, they said he died how, how long after this album came out just a few months or he was only 26 when he when yeah. he passed away I believe so it was not long after uh, this album came out so you know very sad man it says oh uh, two years it says released two years before Drake's death in November 1974 at the age of 26 mm, that's the lyric the lyrical content of Pink Moon has often been attributed to Drake's ongoing battle with depression. Right. And if you listen to some of the lyrics, it's pretty freaking obvious that this guy had a lot going on in his brain that yeah. was not... Uh, that song Parasite, you're like, oh yeah, this, this is a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a club banger. <laughs> Hearing the trials of the people that to care if Take a look, you may see me on the ground For I am the parasite of this town Speaking <laughs> of club bangers, uh, Florida... Um, He's the master of the club bangers. This is his third album, too? Mm-hmm. Is that right? I think so. So this, was, this guy pumps out the pumps out a lot of content, man. 
And does a lot of collabos, too. Yeah, so this is his third album. Okay, so this is both their third albums. His first album was called Mail on Sunday, and then his second album was um, Acronym Roots. Uh, let's see if I can figure out what R-O-O-T-S stands for. Really? Ooh, here odd you go. Otters. Route, or root, of overcoming the struggle. That's Ooh. Creative. That's pretty creative. I like it. That's not bad. Um... That was just hip-hop, but Only One Flow Part 1 is hip-hop house? No. Hip-hop, hip-house, which is, I guess, a nonsense portmanteau, and then <laughs> dance. Um, mm. Who was your favorite collaborator on this, Dan? Uh, I thought that... I thought... Uh, Ludacris had the best perfect answer. Flow on it. Good answer. I, Ludacris I is thought... really good. Like, in, at everything he does. Yeah. Like, even in, like, the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, when he when he's doing anything. He's he's very talented and, and seems to, like, not have to try very hard to be really good. Yeah, he seems pretty effortless. All right. Yeah. I want to play a game with you because I don't want you to do this right now because this is part of the game. I'm going to read you one name off of one of two lists. And your okay. job is to tell me, is it a member of Congress, or is it a member of the Wikipedia page for the personnel that were on this album? Okay. okay. Um, and when you're, when the game is over, I want you to open up to the Wikipedia page and look at all the names for both, because it's crazy. Okay? Okay. I'm going to start so I'm with... On, I'm on Pink Moon right now, okay. so I won't... So I can't... I don't have any idea of uh, anything that's coming. Okay. I'm going to start off with an easy one. You ready? Okay. Yep. Boy Wanda. I would think that Boy Wanda would be a member of Flowrider's crew. You are correct. It is spelled okay. B-O-I dash the number one and then duh. I love it. Okay. Ready? Here's another one. Yep. Axwell. Axwell. Hmm. That could be the last name of a member of Congress. Oh, no. This is the only name. <laughs> but it could also be... <laughs> I'm going to go with Flowrider's crew. He is a Swedish DJ. You got it. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Another easy one. John Armstrong. <laughs> I want to say Congress. However, <laughs> John Armstrong seems just weird enough... I'll, I'll go Congress, member of Congress. Incorrect. He was an engineer. Ah, son of a bitch! Okay, you ready? Okay. Uh, Los de Maestro. <laughs> I believe it's Los de Maestro. And, uh, oh my god, that, you're right. <laughs> is it? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, he's a Grammy Award winner. <laughs> oh, well, if he's a Grammy Award winner, he's in Flowrider's group. Yeah, you're right. He is a jazz pianist. You got it. 
Okay. He's jazz penis. Got it. Um, JP, the specialist, Negrini. Hmm. Now it is conceivable that like the uh, senator from the great state of Wyoming could be <laughs> a specialist at something. You're not wrong. Um, but I'm gonna go with Flowrider's crew. You got it. Yes. Uh, let's see. Orin Hatch. <laughs> Marcus. Trick question. Here you go. Marcus. Member of Congress and the Florida <laughs> Marcus Slade. Uh, Congress. Nope. He's a composer. A composer slash producer. Okay, I only got two left. Okay. okay. Um, Tyler T minus Williams. <laughs> now uh, T minus could be like an astronaut turned. Senator, like John Glenn was. Yeah, you're not wrong. And, and uh, T minus could be could have been his like nickname. Yeah. How many? Uh, uh, but I'll go Flow Riders Crew. Yeah, you're right. He uh, he's a Canadian record producer. Gotcha. Okay. That is a badass nickname for a uh, an astronaut, though. Of course. Of course. Last one. Sam Holland. Well, you haven't given me any. Met Congress members yet, so I'm I'm uh, tempted to go with Flowrider's crew. Unless you would try to mind fuck me and throw in a congressman at the end, I'll go I'll go Flowrider's crew for the sweep. He's an engineer and Flowrider's crew. Dan, I didn't even have the page open for the Congress <laughs> because. <laughs> Flowrider's crew for the personnel for this album is so big, my computer can't handle two web pages at once right he now. He rolls deep, man. He rolls deep. He has Tupac Shakur on here. <laughs> he also He's has Bruno, he has Bruno Mars and a producer named Nobody. Nobody with a K N O B O D Y. I love that. Boy Got Wanda it. is my favorite, though. I didn't know how to say it until I said it out loud, and I was very impressed with both me for figuring it out and him for having a cool name. You are the whitest man alive, so that He's is... He's also the... Canadian. Is Flo Rida's best friends with people from Canada? And he is... And Flo Rida is in, like, one of the mo southernmost uh, states. That's pretty far from the Canadian border. Traditionally, yes. If you're thinking, like, regular geog geography... We're looking at you, stupid people that think the Earth is flat. Um, okay, so that was a fun game. Uh, in completely opposite, Nick Drake was the only person on his Unreal. album. He had yeah. one person like help him do one thing, but he played acoustic guitar, sang, and then he overdubbed the first track with a little bit of a piano. But and that one thing him. that other person did was roll his blunts for him. Them blunts? So so he could so he could play the piano. So yeah, that's why like nobody is on both. Boy Wanda is is yeah. attributed to both of them. Mhm. Mm yeah, Vance, uh pretty crazy the fact that you know, he it said that he uh recorded the whole album in two nights, yeah. often often in just one take. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Especially for for having somebody who's obviously as you know, and a lot of times that happens. Somebody, yeah, they somebody get who's manic. as yeah, and somebody who's as insanely talented as that as to be able to do all that is usually it might not be the nice way to say it, but usually a little messed up in the head. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, like, that's the thing is, like, he, like, this should have been spaced out. Like, he probably wasn't doing other, like, self-care things, you know? Yeah. Like, not doing drugs. Or, yeah, like, eating correctly. Ta- talking <laughs> to his friends. Or, instead of or, addre- or addressing his mental health. Yeah. Uh, state his state of mental health what about sydney george nope sorry game's over i forgot (laughs) (laughs) sydney george i believe the uh the representative from the 34th district (laughs) ironically in the state of florida that would be crazy if i just read you all of the (laughs) members of congress (laughs) from florida I i bet there's some overlap there I bet some of them have ro- have partied with Flo right on the beach before. I mean, like, w- like if you're running for Florida representative, like in the House or in the Senate, do you ask Flo Rida to come and like do your song for you? You know, because See, like, I don't know if you do because if he says no, yeah, then that could tip it's the basic, balance yeah. of power the other way. And I would traditionally, I would almost just not say anything. Florida is a lot of, like, old white people voting, too. There's also, like, you know, there's large uh, minority populations, especially with, like, uh, Cuban um, immigrants, but yeah. it's especially very, it's Southern Florida. very yeah. traditionally a, like, old white people vote a lot there, too. So, but if, if there's one rapper who would unite them, it's, well, I mean, it's probably Bruno Mars, but Florida's <laughs> very close second. Florida's got a lot of crossover, man. I think that you know, Florida is not probably the first person that somebody would say is like their favorite rapper. But Florida is kind of one of those. I think Eminem did it really well too. Is that he kind of appealed to like everybody, kind of yeah. You know, all races and creeds, kind of right. you know, like, like like him for different reasons. But I think, think Florida even gets like the. You know, other like other ages and stuff yes. too, just because it's it's he does not saying the n word a lot, and he's well. I thought you know, more like, about having fun. So he has Akon on here, who is sort of like a club guy. Like he's a yeah. rapper that you know collaborates a lot with DJs and does a lot of club stuff. He has David Guetta, who's like one of the white DJs that everybody uh-huh. loves all the time. He's got yeah, Gucci Mane on name. here. Oh yeah, I could have done without Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane is a like le- he's a legitimate rapper. People consider him like street enough, you know. And then like he did an out al- he did a song with Nelly Furtado, friend of the show that we did, oh, yeah. you know, her yep. episode. Yep. And so that's a lot that's a lot of people you're touching there. Like that's a lot of different interests in rap, you know, how serious you want it, how like club you want it, how street you want it, and then like how much you want to appeal to people that like, you know, the new Nelly Furtado stuff. Like, that's a lot of ground he's covering. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's really, like, stretching to get any of those. Like, his singing and most of his lyrics are all kind of wherever he wants it, you know? Was Gucci Mane the one who, like, went viral recently by, like, shitting on some other rapper for some for something? I uh, You might be... Do you know who... Uh, Takashi 69 is? Yes. Okay, no, yes. he's the one who, he got kidnapped, and then um, he, <laughs> like, uh, also had, like, charges brought against him for something else, and so he um, rolled on everybody he could in the Blood Gang, I think? 
Yeah. And now everybody's very upset with him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that I saw all the memes about Takashi yes. Six Nine. There's like one of him, and then like it's him saying he's like uh, Spider Man's real identity is <laughs> Peter Parker, and then it's like Spider Man's like, oh man, come on man, <laughs> don't be that guy. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but so, I could have done I could have done without the Gucci Mane, but there was some co- there was some uh, pretty cool uh, uh, featureings uh, on here. Yeah, and I think it in the like flipping back to Nick Drake like even though he did do everything by himself I think this is a, it was this genre considered folk which I don't know if I would consider that like I, the phrase adult contemporary gets thrown around a lot but like this seems a little bit I, I think of John you? Tesh when I oh yeah that's when I think of adult contemporary but I think both of these albums have like a lot of appeal to a lot of people who wouldn't normally seek either of these people out Mm-hmm. I thought they both did a really good job of covering that. You know what? Like they mentioned Pink uh, Nick Drake in the same phrase as like Cat Stevens or like maybe James mm-hmm. Taylor. I would see yep. those two. I could see that working. Yeah, like, no doubt. So I think um, we'll be back in just a second, and then we've got some criteria for you and a fun fact about Flo Rida, hopefully. And we're back. Uh, we're here to regale you with uh, the four criteria we're going to use today to decide, um, is Nick Drake's Pink Moon or Flo Rida's Only One Flow the better album under 30 minutes? Dan. Uh, you left out part of the title. Uh, it's Only One Flow Part One. Oh, excuse me. Don't I feel stupid. The yeah. third studio album by American hip-hop recording artist Flo Rida. All right, Dan. Um, before we get into uh, all of this nonsense, you said you have some great, some hot goss on Flow Rida. Uh, I have some fun facts about Flow Rida here. Uh, let's see. Uh, one of the things uh, that I found out is that one of his sisters died while he was working on his first album. Okay. Uh, she had brought, apparently like a really bad case of bronchitis and that was one of the things that uh kind of motivated him to you know finish his album and and per- really pursue the the music thing 100 okay. percent. so that's kind of like one of his information uh one of his inspirations his apparently he story yeah he, he's released more than 50 hits oh my god i'm so proud uh, of him <laughs> that's awesome uh there was a, a sentence that i like it says it's pretty understood that most people know at least one of his songs i think yeah like you're, you're not like oh yeah i don't like flow right and then you're like play I like horse shit like i could play 50 hit yeah, songs and you're like you know I what i could play one that i could you know out of, of those 50 i guarantee you know you'd be you know bobbing your head to for sure you uh, filthy liar uh, <laughs> also <apparently>, like <laughs> oh go ahead go ahead uh, apparently he hasn't paid uh, hadn't paid taxes in like seven years. God damn it! So, Come on, uh, man, you're making us all look yeah. bad. You're making all those uh, famous people look bad. That's true. Uh, apparently he has like a, a fifty-eight thousand dollars security system at his house. That could have been easily a lot of his taxes right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this this was uh, interesting. According to the computer security por- program. Uh, Company McAfee, mm-hmm. internet searches 
Internet searches that have Flowrider as a keyword are much more likely to contain viruses and malware. Hang uh, on there's... a second. Hang on a second. <laughs> what about Florida? Is are they considering that too? I don't believe so. Because that, <laughs> really, that would be that would be hilarious. Ah. So a lot of viruses are written with Flowrider in the code somewhere. Interesting. Uh, Wait, he's is he a secret hacker. Is that what we're missing? Maybe. I mean, he's a man of many talents, Mike. I'm not arguing that. Uh, he apparently uh, is very charitable, too. He's got several uh, organizations down in uh, the Sunshine State. Is that what Florida is? Uh, the, it's the orange. The, they have oranges there, too. Okay. that's. And it's also, uh, this is a joke from The Simpsons, it's America's Wang. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, Apparently, from touring, he's picked up uh, quite a bit of French and Japanese uh, as far as uh, speaking language, not just mm, women. Mm, we'll see. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, he uh, he no-showed a 2011 no. music, festival, music festival known as the Fat as Butter Music Festival, which landed him uh, $417,000 in damages, which he has refused to pay. And then uh, something you alluded to earlier, the fact that he has a twin. So uh, there's some fun facts about Flo Rida. I wanted, to just, I wanted to bring up the fact that he's. I think he's been in two of the Step Up movies. <laughs> <laughs> or if he hasn't been, then like his music has per- like showed up importantly. Yes. Which yes. Is awesome. Uh, he also performed at a uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. he. Uh, he he does a lot of. They use a lot of his songs as like themes for the different theme songs for the different pay per views and stuff. But they had they they do a lot of. Actually, this year's WrestleMania is going to be in Florida once again. Florida. And they uh, he actually performed live at. One of the WrestleManias that were in, it was in Florida a few years ago. Did a couple songs for the live crowd. So, and he's apparently he's a big wrestling fan. So, I could see that's that. Some, that's, that's probably why he's getting so ripped. Other than being a uh, insanely successful rapper, that is something else that him and I have in common. Uh, don't forget that he's. Oh no, you're not a twin. Dang, that would have <laughs> been three things. It could have just called that would have been best yep. friends. Best friends. Big wrestling fan. Millions of dollars, don't pay our taxes. That's three three uh, things right there. Very good friends with Get Fresh. Yep. All right. Both uh, done uh, collabos with Gucci Mane. Collabos. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, what's the first criteria we're going to use to discuss these two today? Well, we got to do re-listenability, Mike. That's okay. kind of our go-to. Sounds good. Um, because these are... Uh, shorter albums we talked about which one do we think was the ideal length which one should have been under 30 minutes we said uh which one did a better job of providing variety in Uh the short amount of time we had with it and then um which album did you want to listen to more of which is different than re-listenability i think yeah i agree like which which one of this artist uh catalog do you want to peruse more after hearing this uh, sh- short little snippet, a little of an sampler, album. little sampler yeah. platter, yeah, when you're like, hey, you know what? Little, I'm gonna get the uh, whole tray of toaster ravioli. What's the thing that comes b- before the appetizer? The amuse bouche. The amuse bouche. 
<laughs> well done. You gotta be careful where you say that. You might get punched in the throat. <laughs> More like the amuse douche. Nice. <laughs> What'd you it. say about my wife? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's okay. get into it. Uh, which one would you rather re-listen to all the way through? It's only thirty minutes, Dan. Yeah, I know. They're both like easily consumed. Uh, but I got to go with Flo Rida. It was just more fun album. You know, I, I, you know, you know, kind of couldn't help but like uh, kind of just moving back and forth in my seat and t- tapping my foot a little bit. I found it was just myself more... straight up singing the chorus to a Who Dat Girl, and I only uh... <laughs> heard the first part of the song. I didn't. I did listen to both of these twice, but I'm just like, that's a pretty catchy song. Now there's a there's a couple songs on the Florida album that if I listened to them again, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be you know super excited about hearing. I think my least favorite song was. Can you guess what my least favorite song was? My least favorite. Oh, is it? She just turned twenty one. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> w- were you upset that they used the word hella fun or the phrase hella fun unironically? <laughs> Because the I, only it, time I say hella is when I'm really just trying to rub it in people's faces that that's not how people should talk anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's only eight eight tracks on this album, and Although, that, that one, you know, what I is am, that, like 16% of it? or Yeah. This well, <laughs> is not... I, it's I'm almost glad, unlistenable. I'm glad that, like, he's going out of his way in this R. Kelly era to point out that he only is interested in women who are not only above 18 but who are legally allowed to you know vote and buy cigarettes <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna come out with a song called like 37 yeah because i'm only interested in women over the age of 37 like if you i don't can't want there to car, be <laughs> you can get the f out if your credit score is below a 780 <laughs> i'm not interested if you don't have a 401k get out if you haven't considered getting life insurance, term yeah, term life insurance, <laughs> you're out. Okay. Yep, I agree. I think that's taking a step in the right direction. We just have to yeah. incur. Like, there's a bunch of responsible women out there. Why aren't we telling them they're you know not wanted and desired? They are by us all the time. Yep. Hey, who's Kevin Rudolph? I see his name pop up a lot on like uh, like club stuff. I saw he was on. Uh, one of the flow rider tracks um according to this oh man he looks like a real piece of shit um <laughs> his, gotta, his wikipedia photo is him wearing a hat sunglasses inside and a silly scarf oh shit now there's other pictures where he doesn't look like as much of a douche um I say as much of a douche because he totally looks like a douche. He, uh, a song from the album You was used in the TV show Smallville. Fun. Huh. 
So maybe that's where you know him from, Dan. Maybe. I just see I see his name pop up a lot on like the, you know, the more club tracks. Yeah. That, it looks like, like he he got in with um, Lil Wayne and then the Neptunes, which I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's uh from that's with Pharrell. So he's mm-hmm. like he he did stuff with both of those two, and gotcha. then uh looks like he uh Welcome to the World from uh. His second album was featured prominently in advertisements for WrestleMania 26. Ah, that might be where I where I've I've heard of him before too. Yeah, yeah. So he did some stuff with Cash Money. So that's through Lil Wayne. So he's got to connect through him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so who did you go with for your? One you'd want to re-listen to. I all well, I had to go with Flow Rider. I liked that song so much right when I heard it. So my my second least favorite song was also like apparently it was a a single from it, and I'm just like this was just so weak. It was Turn Around Five Four Three Two One. Is uh, so, yeah. It was so like uh didn't have any legs to it. I don't know. Yeah, the only song I had ever heard of before was Club Can't Handle Me. Yes, that yeah, that one that, I had also heard of. That one's kind of like a like a club banger for the clubs that, uh, that we keep going to. Yeah, the yeah, club that, sandwiches. I, I just go for the drugs personally, but more like the drug sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I like to ingest my drugs. I'm not more. I'm can't do. I'm scared of needles. I don't really <laughs> like smoking. I like to, and I'm not a big gummy guy, so I like to, I like it in the form of like. Like a hero sandwich. <laughs> the funny thing is that it like takes, a oh boy, it doesn't take effect until you consume the whole thing. So you eat half of it, you're like, ah, oh, I'm good to go. Yeah. And then you eat the other half the next day, and you're like, oh boy. Yeah, it's usually about sixteen to eighteen hours later yeah. that I that I get high. The long and then I reflect on yeah. all the bangers that I heard at the club. Them bangers, though, bangers and mash. Yep. And. On to variety. Which which of these albums do you think offered more variety from the artist? I'm uh, gonna go first. I'll, I'll let you go first on was, this one. It was Flo Rida. He just, yeah. he was all over the place. Like his first song came out real strong, and there's like there's some songs about like he's in love, and then there's one about like he's not in love but he's looking for love. You know, there's like this doesn't sound. I, I'm being. I'm not even being facetious. I think there's like multiple different ways that you can sing about ladies, and he covers all of them. And I just Nick Drake's songs sort of go flow into each other. Pardon the flow reference, but yeah. like uh, there's not like besides the instrumental and maybe the song "Which Will." Most yeah. of the songs sound pretty similar to me. This isn't a criticism. It's just when we're talking about variety on a 30-minute album, or an album under 30 minutes, I definitely saw Flowrider carrying most of the variety load. So I went with Flowrider also, but oh. I do have to say hmm. th- that neither one of them really stood out as being having... And maybe it's maybe it's just because of the style of music. Maybe it's because of the You're lack of hip house doesn't lend <laughs> itself well to variety. Lack of length to the albums, you know. Um, maybe that's both of those things could be contributing factors. But both of them just not especially the uh, the Drake album. Mm-hmm. 
that that one was like almost like one big long uh, yeah. like bit of you know and bit of sadness yes and it, but and I told you before we started recording that <laughs> I liked both of these albums yeah like no normally, this is an argument against it normally when we do the podcast we do it because we hate ourselves and we want to punish ourselves by watching like Leprechaun Five. In our defense, or... <laughs> we are terrible people, and we deserve to be punished while that, in this earthly frame. That is true. And um, the best punishments we will... are what's that, Dan? Self punishments. Next yeah, time, we... I want you to say it with me. We <laughs> let's try it again. Okay. Self punishments. Self punishments. See, it. got it. I, we two. will be definitely punished in the afterlife, oh, but God, yes. I think we deserve also deserve to be punished here while uh on earth just for and, our many sins that's all but but man it was uh i you know didn't mind listening to to both albums mm-hmm. but uh you know especially the nick drake one it just was really um you could you could feel the you know the depression that he was going through and just you know the melancholy but it you it, know what? It still was still wasn't. You know, it's not like it made me sad. Yes, I agree. To it. You know, I I think that 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 could get misconstrued. Misconstrued. That's also one of the collaborators on uh, his album. Is misconstrued. I if I was a female, that would be my rap rap name. No, <laughs> Mis- that's. That's the best boy misconstrued. That's the best boy rap name because they're like, I would don't be Mr. misconstrued. I would be Mister Construed. <laughs> no, it's misconstrued. And they're like, I thought you'd be a girl. You're like, Psh, it's 2019. I can be what I want. Do whatever I want. Yes. <laughs> they're like, that's fucking deep, man. Now play another banger for me. She just turned 33. <laughs> <laughs> she just turned 44. <laughs> Okay, so this brings me to the... Just because we're talking about how shitty that song is, I think it's easier to point out the variety in Flowrider because I'm like, oh, I like three or four of these songs. But it's in the frame of, like, I didn't like three of his songs, too. Where Mm -hmm. all of Nick Drake's songs, I like the same. Like, all of them, I'm like, this is good, this is good. I like what he's doing. This seems like he has talent. Like, Flowrider's like... It it was very... very Flat, a very flat emotion. Yeah. Throughout, and they're know? all like, let's say they're all like sixes or sevens, where like, they're all sixes. And Florida got like a three, and then he's like, here's a six, here's a two, here's a seven. You're like, okay, because I had different feelings towards the songs, I felt that there was a bigger variety of the song. Yeah, and and, and the, I thought he did a good job of using his collaborators oh my god yes and uh did you like that that guy in there? oh that was so cool yeah that was pretty good <laughs> yeah the the ferris bueller uh, yeah. uh song, nod there yeah that was great yeah i thought that i thought that was really cool i thought he did like i said i thought he did a good job of some could say that he maybe relies too much on like the featuring so and so but i think it works well for him i think he's got a you know, a formula or a flow mula that I think works really well for him. You see what I did there? Mike? I don't, and I Mike? don't want you to do it again. Mike? Mike? I said, I said <laughs> formula. I okay. said flow mula. Are you like flow rider? Did you like fall down the stairs and hit your head? Like, oh, like flow rider. 
I had a stroke. <laughs> oh no, Dan, yeah. no. Uh, my wife uh, just sent me a text. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she can hear me recording and said that's awful. That you had a stroke, <laughs> or that no, you're... that that I said flomula. Oh, is yeah. that what? It sounds like I, a 1990s like toy, the Flomula. Yeah, or like a, a cute <laughs> was science it the project. Floby? Was the Floby that thing that you uh, could like cut your hair with? Well, it was. It was like now a. She's telling me just stop. It was a. It was a thing that you used to buzz your hair, but it also had a vacuum attached to it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good idea. Maybe I could we go should... on eBay and see if they got any left over. They're probably ripping people's scalps off or something. There's got to be some flaw in this perfect, perfect idea of a solution <laughs> to how to cut your hair without I don't like, getting hair everywhere. I, guess. I don't like my wife uh, listening, overhearing, and and judging me via text message. Maybe we should be better at yeah, podcasting uh, then. Who well, knows? that's not going to happen, right? Deal. <laughs> There's just no way that could happen. I will concede that immediately. Okay, so which one of these albums do you want more of? Um, this one's a little tricky for me okay. because I I've heard of I've heard a lot of Flo Rida. Yeah, has fifty outside singles this, that you've listened outside, to every day. This album, um, you know, the only song I'd heard on this album, uh, I told you a second ago, was the Club Can't Handle Me. Is that what it was? That is exactly what it's called. I I've heard a lot of of flow rider stuff so i'm kind of familiar with with what else is out there mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go the opposite direction and give nick drake the check mark because when, when i heard it when i you know heard the album start up and i had heard that i had noticed that i had heard that one song before via yeah. commercial So it written and I saw it say Bingo Moon is on his way. And then I said, you know, this this guy's got, you know, kind of unique sound. This guy's got, you know, I wonder what else he could do. Being so supremely talented, being able to play all the different instruments and arrange it all himself, I wonder what else he can do. You know, is is he somebody like you know, if you listen to like early Beatles and you listen to like late Beatles, mm-hmm. you would not think they were the same artists. Yes. yes. Because they are so supremely talented, they could do whatever the hell they want. And they did. And they did. We're looking and, at you, Glass Onion. And they reinvented themselves so many times and, you know, basically had, you know, four or five different careers within one career. All wildly successful. Right, which you know, which in my opinion makes them the the greatest rock band of all time. Hot because take. Of that. Hot take. Hot, press the hot take button. But I I would like to see with somebody who's got as supremely talented as uh, Nick Drake was see what else he's got and what else he could do. So I'm going to give the nod to Mr. Drake. I'm worried we're spending too much time together because I I picked the exact same one. Here's why: not the exact same reasoning, although yours is. I think you articulated a really good thing about talent, and um, it's just because you're 
listening to one album by that person doesn't mean that that's the only way they're ever going to sound. Right. And um, I wanted to point out that, like, I liked what he was doing, and I want him to do something different just on this album. Like, I wanted there to be... He's sad. I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. in his depression, he maybe, like, his art uh, really blossomed, and maybe that's how he, you know, dealt with it. But, like, I'm missing something in the middle. Like, this album should maybe be 15 minutes, and he has just, like, three five-minute songs in the middle that sort of talk about, like, that go up or down somewhere, where they're, like, they explore why he's feeling this way, or, like, when he used to be happy, or, like, some something just a little bit different that doesn't just have an acoustic guitar. Because I think if Flo Rida did a whole album... Um, by himself, I don't think we would want to hear it. And mm-hmm. I think he knows that because whenever he does something by himself, it's a single, and he that worked to get him in the door, and now he's just like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to use the resources around me, and I'm going to stay relevant by, you know, appealing to as many people as I can. And that doesn't really sound like selling out when that's your game. Like, if you're, so I just want to read you real quick some of the things that he's been, like, nominated for. Mm-hmm. In the year 2008, he got nominations from the AMAs, American Music Awards, the BET Awards, the BET Hip Hop Awards, Much Music Video Awards, MTV Music Video Awards, Ozone Awards, that's an American magazine focusing on hip hop, Teen Choice Awards. That's just in the year 2008. He has gotten nominations... 2008, 9, 10, 2010, sorry, 2012, 2013. Okay? He's won one, two, three, four, five times, but he's been nominated dozens of times. Mm-hmm. And he's just, you don't, that doesn't happen because you're bad at your job or because you're a sellout. He just knows how to do it right. And that means that he's not necessarily going to do too much more. <laughs> on a 30-minute album with, you know, over 40 people collaborating, including including Tupac Shakur. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> your boy from the inside, Nick Billaridello. And Boris Blank. Okay. And Candace Boyd. Okay. And <laughs> Christine Kalip from Legal Counsel. <laughs> There's just so many people on this thing, and it's it's less than 30 minutes. It takes takes a village. Your man. Your man. I believe that's where where the saying came from, was from this album. It takes a village to make a 27-minute rap album. And Guy Wood. All right, that's got to be a fake name. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, say my name's Guy Wood. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, he got like that for like a porn name generator. Yeah. No, probably. Oh, I like it. All right. And then uh, last of all, Dan, what about Ideal Length? Which of these was the perfect 30-minute album? Which of these should have been 30 minutes, not a minute more? Uh, I'm going to go with Flowrider. And I'm going to say it because I thought that the... Because it kind of relates to what I my my last answer, but because of the 
the way the Nick Drake album sounded, where it was kind of almost like one big yes. long song, that kind of made it seem like it was too long. Yes. Like like almost he could have accomplished the same amount if he would have done like an EP. Yeah. You know, with like four or five songs or something like that. But on the other hand, I thought that, you know, by the time I had got through the eight Flow Rider tracks, I had felt fulfilled. I'd felt like my Flow Rider quota had been reached. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I I didn't feel like I needed more but I also didn't feel like it was like I, they had given sure. me too much. Yes. Yeah. I kind of I kind of felt like I had just got the right amount of club banging out of yes. my system, and most of it was was really good and really entertaining. Outside of uh, the course, the song we mentioned before, twenty one, which we're going to remix into thirty eight or thirty <laughs> forty four, depending on uh, uh, when we when we get this track out. Right. We don't but want to I, I, like creeps. Yeah, you know? like I, I actually kind of thought that if the Flowrider album had been like a thirteen-track one, mm-hmm. I thought that would I probably would have been kind of over it by the end of it. That makes sense. But with with eight, I didn't feel like I needed more, but I also didn't feel like I was like, oh god, you know, I just I, you know, survived it. Yes. Uh, and I didn't feel like that with either one of them. I didn't Correct. feel like it was like a, a chore to listen to it because I thought they were both good and i thought that they and of course they were under 30 minutes so right. you know how could it possibly have been way too long right but i just kind of thought that the uh you know flow rider one by the time i had hit the end of it i was you know kind of in you know hit that you know perfect spot from not being too short not being too long and i thought that the uh nick drake one could have probably been 10 or 12 minutes shorter and probably accomplished a lot more. Yeah, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. It just seemed like Nick Drake's could have been maybe like three songs mm-hmm. that all sort of sounded similar. And then he, you know, took the rest of the songs and like distributed them between an album that had more instruments maybe. Or just like, you know, a different sort of arc to it that mm-hmm. didn't just sort of circle in on itself. And then I, I noticed that like Florida stuff like again, he could have had like three really good songs or just singles. Like he didn't need a whole album for this one. But because he did a whole album, I'm really glad it was only thirty minutes. And I'm glad he did so well, and I'm glad there's a part two called Wild Ones, because I really like that song, too. <laughs> Ooh, I heard you was a wild one. Yeah, that's a great song. Ooh. I mean, it doesn't have my friend Tim Roberts in it, or yep. the, the great, Schwartz. Yeah, the, uh, the representative from the, from the 17th District in Georgia, I believe. Or Esther Dean, or mm-hmm. Dada Life. You know, or now, Brian Dizzy Dakowski. Everybody except for those last two seems like they could have easily been <laughs> uh, members of Congress. So here, Brian Busy Dakowski is from marketing. So Busy is just a fun nickname that they have. <laughs> he also doesn't <laughs> have a Wikipedia page. Busy on this album. Yeah. You win. Tracy, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> you gonna be busy on this album? <laughs> this album gonna be so good, I want to get it pregnant. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm impressed by your what an explicit man. 
There's just a lot of people on this album, Dan. Yep. I am overwhelmed. So what's our final tally? Uh, I feel bad saying this out loud, but I think what we we talked we we justified our thinking pretty well. Um, Nick Drake did not get get the Pink Moon giveaway this time. It's Flow Rider, only one flow. There is only one flow. There is only one Rida, and it's uh, Florida man with the wind today on the album that is under 30 minutes. He did a better job with a with a shorter shorter length album. Yeah. And I think uh maybe we should uh take a little break and I'll tease my personal flow rider story. Yeah, we're going to make you fi- listen to the end, you jerks, for the final segment. Okay. And maybe well, do some recommendations as well. Sounds good. We'll be back in a second with that. It's and we're back. It's Mike and Dan. <laughs> Sports chat with Mike and Dan. We're Talk. getting you ready for the big NBA game between the Bucks and the Heat. <laughs> yeah, I know three other teams. Sports. Yeah, the, the Bulls. I can name one player on the the combined both, maybe two on the combined both of those teams. Is one of them LeBron James? No, it is not, Le- and it's pronounced LeJohn Brames. And uh, Stephon Curry? Uh, nope. Michael Jordan? Uh, nope. Bill Murray from the movie Caddyshack? <laughs> I was just going to say from Space Jam. Ah, oh, damn it. That would have made so much yeah, more that sense. That would have made sense you know, with the basketball thing, but yeah. you know what. Uh, so do you want any recommendations, or do you want to hear my flow rider story? I think we should save your flow rider story for the right tippy-top end, so everybody has to listen to everything. Fantastic. So my tease is I have a personal connection uh, to Mr. Ryda and uh, some uh, uh, we uh, had uh, me and his crew had a little bit of a moment and uh, a kerfuffle? Uh, no, no uh, not a kerfuffle um, that would be uh, the band Westlife that me and my brother almost got in a fight with at a, uh, a local that a boy band? It is okay. uh, at a local outdoor festival about, uh, God, how old, uh, 20 years ago? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we almost caused an international incident by beating the hell out of some uh, wankers. <laughs> Gross. They're the worst. So. Uh, you, you got a recommendation? I for do. Another album that I, we could listen to I under did, 30 I had to minutes? Do some, uh, I had to do some legwork because I'm like, oh, this is a good album. And I looked it up, and it was like 40 minutes. And then I did the same thing. So I don't know if you're familiar with the band Neutral Milk Hotel. Um, the only thing you might know about it is, like, that was a joke in the uh, Parks and Rec one time. It's um, Audrey. That's not a real name. What's her, what's her character's name? I know the who you're talking about. Audrey Plaza is yeah, the Aubrey actress. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza. What's her name in the show? Uh, she is... Cheryl. <laughs> Not Cheryl. Um, Andy's wife is named. Yeah. Andy and. Um, uh, Tina. Uh, Tabri. Tabri Plaza. Tabri. This is why uh, she I always was April Ludgate. Okay. So, uh, you might know it from the Parks and Recreation reference 
where April's favorite band is Neutral Milk Hotel, and it really makes Andy mad that it's yes. that Mouse Rat <laughs> isn't her favorite band. So right. that might be the only like popular culture reference. But anyway, uh, they have like two albums that are 40 minutes long, and then one EP. And I'm like, well, that's not really an album length. But those were the first two ones that I thought of when I thought of short albums. And then I immediately went to my other favorite band, ACDC, and I'm like, oh, well, I, I don't think Back in Black is, so, but definitely Dirty, Duds, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, or definitely High Voltage, or definitely Let There Be Rock. All of them are 40 minutes, mm. So, but I did land on an ACDC album that was under 30 minutes, and it was 74 Jailbreak. Um it's what are a, some of the hits on that one that that I would know? Anything? Uh, the song Jailbreak, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you've heard Show Business. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. They have you. It only has five tracks. It's You Ain't Got a Hold On. Oh anymore. wow! And then Baby Please Don't Go, which is a cover, which is a really good one. It's Interesting. Like, Baby Please Don't Go Down to New Orleans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they do a cover oh. of that. It's nice. really good. Um, yeah. Originally. Written by oh Muddy Waters that's cool yeah um yeah so that's a cover and it it's speaking of variety like not only do all the songs sound a little bit different um but they were uh it was released oh it wasn't released in the United States until uh 2003 um it just well, does a really good job uh Jailbreak's one of my favorite songs and then they like go all over the track with like the different sort of um you know rock and roll songs that they do where like different where it's like oh this woman's like you know she she's no good she's she's making me sad and then it's like it's, you know it's hard out here to be a rock and roll boy you know but they mm-hmm. just got, it's it just lets you sort of see that their talent in different ways because so many of their songs usually run together in, you know, the lay person's mind, and uh, all five of these songs are very different from each other, so I thought that was really cool. Nice. They get a lot done in under 30 minutes. Uh, I wanted to go with a Beatles album. Oh. Uh, but the uh, one that was closest to 30 minutes that was a hard day's night. Yeah. But it was 30 minutes and 13 seconds. So so it doesn't in, count. Intentionally put on this list by <laughs> I guess a liar is what yeah. we should talk about here. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh one that is uh and there's a lot of albums that I, that I was finding that oh that album's under 30 minutes I didn't even realize. Uh so I'm going to go the opposite effect of me. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I was searching, and you're like, ah. Well, see, I was searching spe- specifically for albums under 30 minutes, and then I kind of was surprised by, gotcha. oh, I didn't realize that. You were searching for some of your favorite albums to try to find one that was under 30 minutes. So we kind of just did it, uh, searched in the reverse fashion. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Lady Soul by Aretha Franklin. Ooh, Comes in okay. at 28 minutes and 41 seconds. Nailed it. Aretha, of course, one of the greatest uh, singing voices, male or female, of all time, and uh, there's a lot of uh, tracks on here that you would uh, recognize. Chain of Fools, oh, yeah, that's Chain, 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 and uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. No way, it's that's just... on one album, both of those songs? Yeah, that's a... yeah it's actually uh, ten, 10 tracks, 
uh, Groovin is on there, which is a great song. song. Yeah. Yeah. There is, uh, you can't go wrong with, with Aretha and, uh, I just, uh, yeah, yeah, that was just, that was just kind of the, uh, everything she touches the era, turns to gold. Yeah. The era, that was kind of the era of music that I was brought up on is, uh, my dad, you know, brought me up on, you know, sixties and, you know, seventies music and, you know, big on Motown and big on, um, uh, big on, uh, the female, singers too you know yeah. like uh, my dad's favorite singer of all time is ella fitzgerald i thought it was bread and <laughs> no they played a lot of bread at their wedding i believe and, and ate a lot of bread too ah, apparently carb life yeah do you know bread made you fat and i didn't know that just makes me happy yeah. uh i believe that's a line from uh, scott pilgrim versus the world you know, bread makes you fat someone who's fighting the vegan police probably Probably, but man, Aretha, Aretha Franklin. This album is 28 minutes 41 seconds. Uh, just, I mean, one of the greatest uh, diva albums of all time. That's great. Well, today we uh, we gave you four albums that are all under a half hour that you could listen to. So just knock it out in two hour stretch, I guess. Sure. Um, Dan, it's been a pleasure. Uh, mm-hmm. Should we sign off before you actually do your? Um, Personal story? <laughs> I think I think we got to uh, tell it now. I don't know. Like what about people... that Patreon page that no one's going to go to that I haven't opened? <laughs> well, once you get that started, then we can uh, save the good shit for there. But until or, we do, until I think that. I got to. I think I got to go ahead. Regale go forth. Us, rather. So every summer, my wife and my brother and I will travel to another city in the glorious United States to see the St. Louis Cardinals play baseball. Continental and, U.S. And we, yeah, we have not been outside of the continental U.S. Um, although there are, um, well, I guess, yeah, I guess there's uh, one team in Canada. So I guess I might have, may have to uh, travel outside the country at one at some point if I'm going to see all the stadiums. Yeah. But uh, we went to Cincinnati a couple of years ago, and uh, Sin surprisingly, City. yeah, yeah, the uh, the Bean Town, <laughs> biggest biggest little city in Texas. <laughs> But first of all, Cincinnati is surprisingly nice. Take that, uh, you know, Ohio. Down, downtown area. I, you know, you don't really hear about Cincinnati, you know, as like a, you know, like having like a really, you know, hopping downtown or anything right. like that. But, you know, we went on like a, like a, I don't know, it was like a Tuesday night or something. And there was a bunch of bars open at like two in the morning. And, Dang. you know, we were walking around downtown and, did, and felt very safe and secure and you know which is uh sometimes more than can be said than than our fair city here in st louis but uh you know so the experience there was pretty cool but then we found out that after the game uh there was going to be uh, a lot of the baseball stadiums are doing this where they will have a concert take place after the game in order to try to drum up ticket sales oh nice Uh, you don't yeah, you don't really see that in like the cities where they all like St. Louis right. or Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. or New York, where they already have packed houses or, or Los Angeles. They don't have to do things like that. They don't have to do like crazy promotions and you know free concerts. But they did that in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, and Flo Rida was the performer that was going to be after the show. They and got Flo Rida to play a Cincinnati game. They got Flo Rida to Were play. Were the Marlins after, in town? Uh, 
No, the Cardinals were in town because we went to see the Cardinals in Cincinnati. <laughs> were they playing the Marlins? Uh, in Cincinnati? Not, not in Cincinnati. No. All <laughs> they, right. I'm gonna keep let, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm pretty confused. <laughs> so we were at the hotel uh, before the game. Bragmash? We had checked into our uh, hotel, and we were kind of, uh, and it was a it was like a, it was a pretty nice hotel. It wasn't like you know like a five hundred dollar a night hotel or anything like that. Because I'm not uh, hashtag hood rich or anything. <laughs> But I saw this enormous group of people come in, and it they were. I thought maybe they were like a you know they had all gotten off the same bus or something like a they were there for a convention or something like that. But they all walked in together. It was about twenty guys, and one of them was holding a Cincinnati Reds jersey on a a hanger, mm-hmm. and on the back, it's had the number one, and it said Flo Rida. Oh my god! <laughs> that was the jersey that Flo Rida would be wearing later in the evening. Does he like and, the Reds? Uh, I don't think he cares. I think he likes whoever will pay him. Yeah, that makes sense. Me and too. I think that uh, no matter what stadium he would have been in, he would have been wearing that team's jersey with Flo Rida one on the back. So uh, we go to. Uh, the game. It was pretty cool knowing that Flo Rida was staying at our hotel. He's the only one Flo. <laughs> so we we go to the game and we stay for the concert afterwards. Uh, a lot of older white ladies yeah. were into Mr. Rida. Nice. Especially once he took his shirt off. I thought he was wearing the jersey. Uh, he did wear the jersey for a while. Okay. Until uh, the, he had to give the uh, ladies what they wanted. Yeah. And uh, we went went back to the hotel and uh, went out and did some other things. And then when my brother and I came back, they had uh, – we thought about going to the bar that was in the hotel. Mm-hmm. And, and the bar was – we were told that the bar was closed okay. even though it wasn't an, – supposed to be closed until uh, like 1 in the morning or something like that and it was like 11 o'clock and um, I kind of peek in there and I see a bunch of people uh, enjoying some tasty beverages uh, including our boy (laughs) uh, Mr. Ryda that was uh, my experience with Flo Ryda you're three feet from destiny yeah and then that tra- close. I was that close to being in his crew. You could be on the next... I don't know. Maybe you're in that album. You're, I could you're, be. Dan, the man, <laughs> exhibit, Mr. Ozone. 6654321. He must be 44. <laughs> like, man, we need to do so- a song about old ladies. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. She's in the club having hella fun. What, is that anything, guys? They're like, yeah, that's really yeah, good. Yeah, that's up. That's amazing. Who that girl where, though, Dan? Where did you find this guy? That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we get to hang out uh, with in the hotel with Flo Rida. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you it's feel great. cooler because he was near you? Yes. That's always that's always a good immediately. feeling. Immediately, immediately, his aura made me feel cooler. Everybody loves that. Mm-hmm. Man. 
I don't have a story like that about Flo Rida. Hmm. Do you have a story about uh, Nick Drake? No. You know no. I don't. No. All he right. died. He died way before you were born. Yeah, one of those. Unless it's a story about a ghost, and you know I'm not going to share that on the non-Patreon site. That's true. That's true. Got to save the good shit for the paying uh, customers. If you guys want to hear ghost stories that I make up, uh, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, this has been um, Flow Rider Hour with Mike and Dan, and yep. uh, it finally happened, guys. We found out a reason to listen to a Flow Rider album, and uh, do it academically. Turns out it's amazing. Yeah. Joke's on you, everybody. Flow Ride is yep. great. Nick Drake's great, too. No one's arguing that. Also, like, definitely listen to the other albums we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like Flow Ride enjoys his life more than Nick Drake did, though. Like, yeah. he's found found a way to be happy and yeah, successful. Yeah, because his, his, like, what he does for a living is, you know, appreciated by people. Yeah. That yep. tends to help. Yeah. Especially um, old, old white people. Old white ladies. I think Nick Drake would be into that. I don't know. I don't know if he's really into anything other than his weed. That weed dough? Yeah. Mm, that's too bad. Well, All right, brother. It was fun. Comparing to apples to oranges, I'm Mike. And Dan. We'll get you next time. Bye. See ya. There was a friend of mine on murder. And the judge's gavel fell. Jory found him guilty, gave him 16 years in hell. He said, I ain't spending my life here, I ain't living alone. Ain't breaking no rocks from the chain gang, breaking out and heading home. I'm gonna make a break. You like ACDC as much as I do. I... I don't know if that's a rhetorical question or not. Maybe I don't want the answer. But this was episode 46. Dan and I had a lot of fun making it. Hopefully you had some fun listening to it. Check out that blog spot. I got some funny show notes for you there. It's at thecatopodcast.blogspot.com. Go ahead and check out Twitter if you have some ideas for future episodes of the podcast. That's at the Cato Podcast, all one word, or send us an email at catopodcast at gmail.com. And that intro, outro, and music fed music, that was Thumbs Up by the artist Leisure B. If you liked what he was putting down, go ahead and check out humanworkshop.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>